Going back to school as a mature student can be a frightening endeavor. With mortgages, car payments, insurance, and taxes, especially with children to feed, it can be daunting, but not impossible. The COVID-19 pandemic has changed our lives and in many cases our livelihood. Canadians who lost their jobs initially turned to the now-ended Canadian Emergency Response Benefit, employment insurance, as well as their savings to brunt the storm. However, some decided it was a perfect opportunity to upgrade their education. Jeff McGilvery is an expert financial planner. Owner of Blue Harbor Financial, McGilvery works with the CART Financial Group out of Toronto by giving financial advice. Hi Jeff, as you know, we are discussing the idea of going back to school as a mature student and my audience wants to know your advice on the financial challenges they might face. Therefore, my first question is, having these expenses, a mortgage, a car, and kids, what things should we consider before we begin to plan to upgrade our education? I guess the first thing is that I would ask is, do they have RSPs? Because um, when people have RSPs, they have access to the lifelong learning plan. Right. Where they can take money out of their RSPs to go to school, um, and they don't have to pay the withholding tax to withdraw all that money, so they don't have to declare it as income. So... Um, honestly, it's a, it's, it's a real tough one because if you're going to go back to school because you're laid off and you have a mortgage and all that other stuff, um, how do you pay for all that stuff and go to school at the same time? I mean, I think, you know, no different than my, my son. I mean, he's, I know he doesn't have a mortgage and all this other stuff to do, but he does work part-time and right. he goes to school. Right. So I think if you don't have the finances set aside where... I mean, one of the things that we teach as financial advisors to have an emergency fund of four months, three, four months worth of money saved up. But if, I mean, if you're just going to go to school and you're going to be two or three years of school, um, obviously that's not going to work. So one, I guess you can take out student loans as adults. Okay, so what if the student loans will cover your basic costs, tuitions, books, and other supplies, but the loan will not cover your needs, plumbing problems, the furnace goes out? What do you suggest? Do you have to work as well as go to school? I, I would just a part-time school if you don't have the funds so you can still be able to work to be able to afford um, paying the mortgage and stuff because I mean it's, it's answer simple if you don't have the money to pay your mortgage and all that other stuff uh, how do you go to school you have to work the point being we have to make practical decisions about how to approach this because you have obligations other than just school there's, there's no there's no assistance out there that's going to say, I'm going to pay your mortgage while you go to school, unfortunately. Um, and as adults, I think, because I'm always educating myself and I'm about to take a new course, and my partner, she's about to take a new course and get her master's and all the other stuff. But right. um, for what she's doing, she's actually looking at doing it through a school out of Colorado, and it's 20000 U.S., but at least she's still, be able to, she's still able to do her job. And then I upgrade my courses all the time. And I think with the pandemic being the way it is, lots of these courses are online. It, I guess it's a, it's a tough situation. Do I pay my mortgage or do I go to school full time? Right. If you have a, a family that depends on you to live in a house, uh, the mortgage is kind of a priority. And, and I think part-time school instead of full-time school is probably the best option. What I'm hearing is take online courses if possible, and it's more practical to approach it from a part-time angle, or even better, if you have a partner to help cover you while you're in the program. Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty good way. There's a lot of people that, so I'll, I'll speak for my past, I mean, I'm a commission-paid individual, an entrepreneur that is 100% on commission. Right. And I remember when I, uh, the very first job I took on commission happened to be in furniture sales. 
recap. We need to consider savings, whatever government assistance is available, such as student loans and bursaries, and it's even better if you have a partner. Okay, we've taken your advice, and between savings and student loans and government assistance, we're able to get into school. Now, give us some basic tips on saving money or investing or how to cut costs other than eating ramen noodles and craft dinner. You went through it. Tell us what you did. When I came out of college, I was maxed out to the nines on every credit card because I had a student loan and I was shredding in the house. So not only do I know what it's like to be that much in debt where you're you're struggling for paycheck to paycheck for someone like when they're you when you say when they're going to school, how do they um, know where to cut Okay, okay, so I make a budget. Is this when I talk to someone like you? The answer to that is have someone that you can rely on and talk to that isn't gonna be around the bush. Just have a meeting where you can talk to people honestly about the budget. You know that they're going to give you honest advice. Because I'll tell you that I talk to people all the time. They're like, you know, we're living paycheck to paycheck and all this other stuff. But on Boxing Day, they go out to big, they buy the biggest, newest TV, and they're smoking three packs a day, and they get a new cell phone every two years when their contract's up and they spend a thousand dollars on it. Or, uh, you know, they have they have Netflix, they have Prime, they have Disney, they have Crave, they pay for Bell. TV and all this other stuff, and um, I, I'm not afraid to sit back and say, what are you doing? Like you yeah. said that you want a budget, but you smoke three packs a day, you do this, you're always at the bar drinking, you know, you're eating out a lot. Um, when you can, you're, you have a career and you're not doing school, go and do that stuff and have fun and enjoy life, but if you're trying to live on a budget, um, you're not going to do a very good job unless someone's actually giving you true, honest coaching on a budget because I think I think people are too depending on who you're talking to I think some people are too afraid to call you on it right and I'm not afraid to call so when I sit down and I have a client that's in front of me and I look at and I say I do a budget for them because they need help with it and we look at what their daily living expenses are um, and I used to do it for myself I used to look at my own stuff and I'm like wow I wasted this much money at, uh, at Starbucks and I know I spent an absolute fortune at Starbucks but I can afford it. It's, it's in my budget. I'm not a student, you know, going to school full-time. Do you suggest a system that keeps track of spending? You know, BMO has, like, an insights thing on, like, so if I log into my phone, and it'll tell you how much money you spent on on different um, items, like social and eating out and stuff like that. Right. And it'll actually show you how much money came in and how much money came out of your account during that time period. So I think the banks are catching on and they're doing stuff like that. So what you're saying is hunker down, don't spend wildly, and there will be plenty of time for that later. It's a, it's a short-term loss for a long-term gain because I'll tell you that the people that I went to school with and, and the, um, they, they expanded, they went out and did their education and some of them are successful, some of them aren't. But I will tell you there's a handful of people that can say they're going to fly back to Thunder Bay and they're like, you know what, forget that. It's an extra $1,500 in flights. Let's go to New York for dinner. 
because we were already in Toronto. Yep. It was a Saturday. Like, what are we coming back to San Jose on a Saturday for? Because <laughs> I was there for work on um, Thursday and Friday. And uh, just jump on a plane, go to New York for dinner, and come back home on Sunday. I mean, so live the way no one else does so you can live the way no one else does. That makes sense to you? Absolutely. You were tightening your budget during school while they were living it up, and now you can enjoy the fruit of that discipline. They went out and had fun while I hunkered down and worked my ass off to build a business. They can't go and do that. Right. So now I live my life the way that none of them live their life. Live the way no one else does, so you can live the way no one else does. Jeff, I have one final question for you. Do you have any study or homework tips? It's interesting that you asked me that question because I've talked to people about that. The study habits that these kids that are 18, 19 years old have right now, they have no study habits. Um, I can tell you my daughter, she's got, she's, like I said, she's in her university, she's got 90s. Her study habits are absolutely amazing. She's, she color codes everything. Mm. Um, she handwrites everything. So I think everybody's study habits are different, but I, I would, I think the, the answer to that question would be no different than somebody, so your studying is, is your work. Studying is the same as going to a job. Your job is non-negotiable. You have to be there to pay the bills. Your studying is the same thing. Jeff, I want to thank you for your time. This has been very helpful and educational. I've been talking with Jeff McGilvery, an expert financial advisor, sharing with us about how mature students can make going back to school work. I'm Daniel De La Fuente for The Projector, Winnipeg.